Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, an action. Got to wait for camera. Oh, sorry. I knew that. Camera's ready. Okay. And action. But you got to wait for sound too, Todd. Yeah, I knew that too. Sound speeding. And action. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V-I-G. So let's get right to it. What is like the coolest gun in the world? You know, I once shot a bazooka in a Taylor Swift video. Is there a question? No. Do you have any questions for me? Um, what's Taylor Swift like? Well, I'm on my break right now. You can't speak to me. You can't look in my direction. You can't talk about me to other people. You can't conjure images of me in your mind. It's like a union thing. Hello, Johnny. Hello, Uncle Jeff. Why do you think I'm here? To wish me a speedy recovery. Wishes belong in the bottom of a well with unwanted girl children. And now... I had a little fun with my entrance. Not too much fun, but a little bit of fun with the entrance. Hello, stars. How are you? Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Wednesday morning, the 9th of January. Are we, uh... Are we losing people on the show? Are we shedding staff? What's happening? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's happening either. Is Omar back today or no? I well, There was an Omar sighting in the hallway. Was. Okay. Yes. But just, he may have just been here to clean out his locker. Just getting know. a box full of stuff to walk oh, back out. maybe. Yeah. Right. And then Jensen, who seemed reliable when we hired him. Yeah. Sure. Yesterday? Uh-huh. Running late? Today? Yeah. Today running no late? No show, no text. Yeah, he might still be asleep. I mean, who would do that? Right? To be a loser. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. <laughs> Remember that drug commercial? Yes, that's right. <laughs> so it's very weird. Are we awful people to work with? Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Of course, of course yeah. that's yeah. true. Oh, Dave says yes. Thank oh, you, Dave. wow. Dave's here. Yeah, how about that? That's, that's amazing. Shocking. shocking. Christine's not here, though, right? No. No, don't be ridiculous. Okay. Just uh, We're just having trouble fielding a team. That's right. All. You know what we should do? We should start the show at 8. Agree. That sounds delightful. Seems like it'd be easier to get here on time. More convenient, certainly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good. Indeed. That's a deal. All right. Well, we'll keep you uh, keep you posted if anyone shows up. Uh, Two two things uh, real quick. Uh, Number one, um, I'm I'm sorry that Jensen isn't here because he's my tidying up buddy. He's bonded with me over that uh, Netflix uh, show, and uh, I did something that he would have approved of. That will sound crazy to you, but I went uh, I went outside to the recycle. Uh, on the curb this morning, and I thanked my Christmas tree for its service. I went outside and I said, thank you to the Christmas tree for the joy that it has brought me through the season as I was preparing to let it go. Be- be- because that, because on the show they say, so, <laughs> I thank... My Christmas tree, because it's going to recycle today. (laughs) 
Could you tell if your Christmas tree was really touched by that? Like, was it crying a bit? Did it have a tear? I like to think so. I like to think it enjoyed its visit with us. Yes. That's so it's, stupid. It's not, though, because it's part oh, of... Are you stupid? It's part of mindfulness. It's part of not just taking things for granted. It's part of... That Christmas tree sparked joy, you guys. That Christmas tree sparked joy, and it deserves to know that. You okay, stupid, so ignorant, son of a bitch, <laughs> dumb bastard! <laughs> Jensen would have my back. if he What would you do to make sure that we always remember you? Uh, be memorable. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, I hope someone was just switching their car stereo at that moment, never heard Kevin and Bean, and were like, my God, this guy's all alone in there wow, talking about his Christmas. That must suck. <laughs> no one wants to play. I mean, okay. come on. <laughs> That's what we're starting today with. I mean, I yeah. just I felt I felt really good about it. By the way, the I fact really... that you did it, a, is absurd. The fact that then you remembered and you wanted to make sure and mention it on the show. Yeah, I thought. I mean, because come I felt, on, because I felt good about it. I thought it was a nice life lesson that I learned from tidying up. Marie Kondo taught me something that I think will make my life better, and that is just as I said earlier, not to take things. For granted, not not to just throw away. Something yeah, we heard the thought. whole thing. Yeah, we heard so, the whole thing. Why can't I just be happy? You can, but don't make us so unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> can we do that at the same time? Is that an option? All right. Thing two is oh it better be better than thing one. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's better, but it's fascinating to me. God, maybe, you dumb. Maybe we should save this uh, for later, but I can't resist. The uh, Sports Illustrated did a deep dive on the Minnesota Vikings season this year. They thought that they were going to be a Super Bowl contender. I think that's what they thought when they chose them as the team to follow. And they were with them every step of the way for four months for an article that finally came out because the Vikings obviously either didn't make the playoffs or got eliminated first week. I don't remember. Here's the here's the moment that Deadspin pointed out that is worthy of some discussion. They're talking about uh, Rick Spielman, who's the general manager there, and he's one of these guys like me who has a routine, who does things the same way all the time. He uh, wakes up at the same time, 5 a.m. every day, takes his dogs for a walk, follows the same route. He eats the same breakfast sandwich, fried egg, bacon, and peanut butter on wheat. Oh, what? Which, by the way, s- sounds pretty awesome. Fried sh- egg and peanut butter? And bacon, too, yeah. That's a... Wow. He he shaves the left side of his face and then the right side of his face, leaves his house at the same time so he can arrive at the stadium at 8. He follows the same route. He stops at the same gas station, uses the same pump, makes sure to always end his purchase on a zero. This is huge OCD, right? All the normal stuff you would expect from a a regular guy. Okay. But here's the sentence in the middle that is blowing people's minds. He puts his shoes and socks on before his pants. Come on. No. That. Yes. Is he wearing just crazy old boot cut pants all the time? I can't imagine because the picture that they show that accompanies the article shows him wearing suit pants. Wearing a suit, in fact, with suit pants. So he puts his dress shoes on. Mm hmm. Socks then- first, then dress shoes, then pants. Have you, I guess the question is, have you ever heard of anyone who does that? No. No. Now, I have heard that there are people who put their socks on first and then their shoes, and then there are other people who put one sock and then that shoe on and then the other sock and then that shoe on. I have heard those distinctions. Yes. I'm a sock shoe, sock shoe. Are you? Yeah. How come? I'm a sock, sock, shoe, shoe. I think most people are a sock, sock, shoe, shoe. I'm a sock, sock, shoe, shoe, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just I'm there. 
So why switch up? I'm down. You're on, already on that. I'm that on foot. that foot. Why right. not continue the process? I see. Finish it out. See it to its end. But have you ever varied from that? Have you ever I've tried? You and tried it feels the sock weird. sock and you can't feels do it. Feels weird. I can't do sock sock shoe shoe. Wow. I think there was a time where I sock shooed once because I thought, what if a fire breaks out instantly? At least I'll have one leg to hop on that'll have a sock and a shoe on. Yeah, that's a normal thought. What? <laughs> because gotta, the best way to get away from a fire is to hop on one leg. <laughs> because I'll already have a shoe on, though, rather than just have two socks. Because then you might be ta- you know, having to run over broken glass or mm-hmm. something else, depending on what the explosion was. Oh, there's an explosion. Well, that's what causes the fire. Got it. Not always. Okay, sorry. I mean, I come on. <laughs> wow. So maybe for later, uh, if we have time. Oh, I'd I hope be, so. I'd be we'll curious try and be, really make some room. No, I'm saying, wouldn't you be fascinated to find out if there are any, if there are any socks, uh, socks, socks, shoe, shoe, pants people? Yeah, that's weird. The only yeah. thing I can think is like dress shoes are kind of slippery. They're mm-hmm. not big and bulky like tennis shoes. You wouldn't do that with tennis shoes. Yeah, it'd be so more maybe difficult. True. It would just slip right through the pants. Right. Like, Right? You know what I'm saying, though. It's still weird, though, that oh, he wouldn't, weird. wouldn't put his... Even if he put his socks on first and then pants, you don't put your shoes on first and then yeah, pants. Yeah, sock, I sock, pants, think. shoe, shoe is fine. Sure, that's, that's the way to go. So, Anyway, I feel like my work is done here today. I'm going to go ahead and take the rest of the morning off. Okay. <laughs> Why do some people tune out? I feel like I have contributed all I'm going to contribute today. That was <laughs> 10 minutes of my life I'll never get back. Ever. You're welcome. Wow. Thanked his Christmas tree, you guys. Yeah. Is Jensen the lucky one here? Yep. <laughs> and Omar and everybody else who's quit. Uh, those people are very lucky. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show. Remember, there are no stupid questions, only stupid people. I think we just proved that. <clears throat> you saved a life. We're going to want to talk to you today based on Chance the Rapper. I'll save life. Right? Oh, <laughs> my God. Right? Bean, are you trying to get us to leave? <laughs> that was a conscious decision. It was an appropriate tie-in. It's oh, wow, man. It's also one that he had to think about and prepare for ahead of time. Wow, premeditated murder right there. Um, this is not going to sound as odd, as odd as it would have a few minutes ago, but a guy licked a doorbell for three hours. Yeah, he did. It's not as interesting as sock, sock, shoe, shoe, pants. <laughs> Um, we're going to talk about R. Kelly. Ugh. Right? I- I'm against him. Same. All right. Good. I, you guys remember that woman at the U.S. Open of tennis that uh, dipped her chicken tenders in her Coke? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, two months ago, maybe? A little while, yeah. She's come out with a song and a video. Of course. Now. Wait. Sure. Timely. Timely. Just cash in on that heat. <laughs> and it's uh, it's not the best. Hmm. It isn't the best. Okay. So we'll play that for you as well coming up this morning. It's weird that some random person who was on camera at a sporting event isn't also a talented singer-songwriter. Right, but most of them then don't try it. Okay. You know what I mean? They're just like, okay, that's not my world. I'm just going to yeah. stay out of that. I was caught on camera dipping, you know, right, chicken in, in right? Her, her, her Coke? Yes. <laughs> just ran out of steam. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> Allie's quitting too, but she's still showing up. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me just see. Should I stay for the rest of the day? Uh, I wouldn't. Just call it a day and go yeah, home? Yeah. We're gonna, should we try what's happening next? We'll try sure. it. Sure. Give it one shot? Yeah. Right, I hope it's good. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Let's do the thing. 
Trying to start over, just trying to get a new, a fresh beginning. Look, look there are people who are, whose alarm just went off. They're just tuning in. They have no they idea hear what they did. Mm -hmm. So they, as far as they know, the show's been great so far. Good and point. will continue to be so. So let's act like that. Mm -hmm. So it's okay. on you, Allie. All right. Uh, I've never been so bummed not to live in Brooklyn, New York. Because... Because uh, KFC, I don't know if you're aware, they're currently promoting their Famous Bowl and their new Spicy Famous Bowl. They're on sale for $3 each, which is wonderful enough, right? right? sure. But if you live in Brooklyn, you can sign up today. And guess what you're going to get tomorrow? A free bowl? Very close. You're going to get a free bowl haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way they think. Yeah. Teamed up with hairstylists to create five, quote, stylish, modern-day takes on the bowl-cut hairstyle. I want to know what a stylish, modern take is on the bowl-cut hairstyle. But I need to live in Brooklyn to do it because it's the only place those free haircuts are being offered. I want to know what they were smoking when they came up with this idea. Amazing. I love it. Amazing. It's bizarre. Yeah. Who has ever looked good with a bowl haircut, Allie? Oh, no one. Because I think of Dumb and Dumber Jim Carrey. Sure. Right. I think of Mo Howard from the Three Stooges. Mm hmm I think of... 20% of the little children in America. Yeah. Maybe the, <laughs> the youngest one from the show, Eight is Enough. Okay. Good All reference. Right. Okay. Don't remember, yeah. but go ahead. <laughs> I think his name is word for it. Just doesn't seem like that's... No. That's going to be a good look for anybody. Yeah, that's why I'm questioning the uh, stylish it. modern takes. Okay. Unless it's like more of a swoopy, like Justin Bieber had that original like swoopy bowl haircut. Mm -hmm. They didn't say the swoopy bowl though, they did didn't. they? They mm. sure didn't. But you know what? If we have any listeners in Brooklyn, please... Go uh, go and sign up for your free time slot. And then take and then a picture of it and send it to us so we can see what it is. I need to see it. And we know that we do have listeners in New York City. Remember, we had that party when we were there. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. True. Had the New York yeah. City listeners come by. We had all had pizza. So I mean, get, someone get, needs to do it. Get yourself a bowl haircut. Right? Did your dad ever say when, you know, you were young, that you get a free bowl of soup with that haircut? Uh, no. No? That wasn't a thing? Nope. All right. <laughs> How do you think it's going, Kevin? <laughs> really well. That's okay. Show starts at six. Okay. <laughs> there are people who haven't gotten up yet. Oh, that's true. That, yeah, think, that is true. That think the show so far has been great. Okay. So excellent. Would you guys have any idea what the longest running series is on on NBC? On NBC. I was well, say I Simpsons, think NBC. Oh, I do have a guess, only because I saw a promo during the Golden Globes for Law and Order SVU, mm -hmm. and I was stunned that it was still on. Yeah, that has been on for a very long time. I would think it would be one of their like Sunday morning news programs or something like that. It's a it's Some a show news? that is actually on five days a week. Oh, and it um, is going to continue for its fifty fifth season. There's a show that has been on NBC that will celebrate its fifty fifth season. Earlier this year, it aired its thirteen thousand five hundredth episode. Well, this has got to be One Life to Live or Days of Our Lives or General Hospital, oh, right? Oh, good point. It is Days of Our Lives being well done. Good point. Yeah. Fifth, what? 55th season. It premiered as a half-hour drama in 1965 and then expanded to an hour 10 years later. I mean, you can't pack it, all that in, right. right? In half an hour. They have to at least say four to five times an episode, how long have you been standing there? Long enough. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite soap talk. 
slow. 55 years. Yeah. It's crazy, right? That's insane. So uh, there there you have it. A little, little tidbit for you guys on uh, a long-running show. Let's wrap this up. Some birthdays for you. J.K. Simmons. Remember him? Sure. Buff Jesus, I called him. <laughs> or Buff Santa. I don't know. Whatever I called him during the interview, he I was I think it was pleased. Buff Santa. Yeah, it was weird. I'm telling you guys, if you're not watching uh, Counterpart, you're missing a great show. He stars in that. Too much TV. I know. All right. Uh, Joey Lauren Adams. Dave Matthews. Jimmy Page. You remember him, Kevin, from that iconic band? Sure. Of course. What's the band? Did Jimmy Page play for? Yeah. By myself time. <laughs> to who? Oh. No. No. I don't. No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! It's Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Yeah. This was my next guest. So I had asked you during a quiz who the one Honestly, of the best guitarists that you don't care. I don't care. All right, that's what's happening. Only Led Zeppelin. <laughs> There are people who haven't woken up yet. Right. Okay. Okay, so let's reset. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Kevin said I wasn't allowed to watch the story, and it was very difficult for me <laughs> to stay away from it because everybody yesterday was talking about the guy who licked the doorbell for three hours. I mean, you just throw that out there, but let's focus on three hours. Gosh. Because if you want to be an internet sensation, you know mm-hmm. people are posting those ring videos. Right. Mm-hmm. Five minutes tops is super weird. And you, this guy did three hours. And again, I haven't heard the news story. I don't know the details, but the first thing I thought is clearly he he tripping, right? I can't imagine there's no drugs involved. He right. has to be because three hours of licking is kind of gross too. <laughs> I mean, never say that again. don't say that again. Okay, why do you think I'm divorced? Here's. <laughs> Here's the news story. Well, prepare to be seriously grossed out here. Residents are reeling after a man was caught on camera licking a California family's doorbell. Oh, boy. That is just weird. I thought I'd seen it all, but now this takes a cake. Never have we seen anything like this. Never. I love the men on the street interviews. Amazing. Because they just add nothing. That's right. They don't, they don't know anything. They don't have any insight. They don't have any details. <laughs> Look, it's we saw the guy a- lick... Lick for three hours. We all feel the same way, everyone. Yeah. You don't have to put anyone in there. Early Saturday morning, this man, who police now identify as Roberto Daniel Arroyo, spent about three hours licking and milling around this Salinas yard. The security camera captured the incident. This is the uh, owner. And notified the owners. The homeowners were out of town at the time, but their kids were home. They didn't wake up to the noise, but the family's surveillance system notifies them when there's movement out front. Now, when I say this is the mom, this is the mom. I thought, boy, there's a lot of traffic. I go, five o'clock in the morning. My son doesn't get home till six o'clock. I go, that's kind of odd. So I started reviewing the videos. Who the heck is that? The Dungans just installed this new security system less than a month ago. And police say it made their job easier. We were pleasantly surprised that the image was so clear to the point that it didn't take us long to uh, you know, to identify this individual. The footage also showed the man appearing to relieve himself. I mean, if you're doing a three-hour stint on licking a doorbell, you need a break. Yeah, you do deserve a break. Right? Wait, so wait, I am what fascinating. Kind of- I don't. It doesn't say. It just says relieving. I was hoping the least oh. offensive. Oh, Allie. <laughs> right? I, Chip and I thought the same thing. Yeah. Really? I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I feel like no. the word relieving does not 
It only means pee. I think then so, just too. just say he also urinated. Because relieving yourself as you're tonguing down a doorbell <laughs> means... He was tugging down a doorbell? Now, do you guys think, again, we're all assuming drugs are involved. Sure. Yeah. Do you guys think for him at the time of the licking, it was sexual? Do you think that's what was going through I can't imagine that it was. Oh, haven't you seen, well, in movies at least, I've seen like people like making out with trees and like hugging trees and... Mm -hmm. He just seems so, he seems so out of it though. Yeah. It doesn't... I mean, it doesn't look like it's a possible boner video. It just doesn't look like that's involved in any way. Okay. I'd love, I'd love to know. You said he was arrested, right? Yes. I'd love to know. Um, no, no, no. They identified him. Identified I, him. I okay. think they're still if, looking for him. If they find him, I'd love to know what he thought he was doing for right. that time. And by the way, for him, did it feel like five minutes, too? Is that one of those kind of deals? True. All right. Police say he also took an extension cord in the front yard. That's the only thing that was stolen. An extension cord. So wow. so lick the doorbell, uh-huh. three hours, see an extension cord go, I need that. Right. And then walk away. But... But the neighbors found it the next morning. So he didn't even take that. <gasps> oh. he, he took it to the next door neighbors and dropped it off. He's not a good thief. He's got so some problems. The kids were inside the house the entire three hours. Yes, they asleep. never got up and came out or anything like that. No, they were asleep because it was 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know how the ring thing works. I don't think... Is it a doorbell? It can be, it if can, you, yeah. but if you if you press it as a doorbell, so he wasn't he really did. doing that. It's just it's it's just it's weird. It's that, weird, yeah. And the video I just put it up uh, on my Twitter at the Kevin Ryder with a Y. Uh, it's worth watching. The homeowners uh-huh. did do something, wiping off the doorbell. Uh, uh, yes, very much so. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes man. Did we wipe that off? <laughs> All right, I have two more quick reports. They're from different newscasts, and uh-huh. this okay. I find uh, this one funny. It seems a man in Salinas oh doesn't like to ring doorbells. He likes to lick them. Yep, he was caught on several home security cameras, putting his tongue where dozens of fingers have gone before. I don't know that we I need mean, that explanation of. Wow. Way to make it creepier. I mean, oh. and I could be a part of this next newscast if all you're doing is repeating what your co-host is saying. He was caught on a security camera. Look. What? Licking the doorbell. Why? It's nasty. Police say Roberto Arroyo spent about three hours. Three hours? Three hours <laughs> licking and milling around their yard. I could be that guy. <laughs> why did, why, if Omar were still with us, we would have a you could lick my bell jingle right here. That's true. <laughs> it's true. R.I.P. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. I don't watch uh, Fox News often. Right. But I will tell you, and Allie, you're going to hate me for this. Mm-hmm. I do find that Greg Gutfield kind of entertaining. I don't know who that is. Does that make me a bad person? Uh, no, I think he's he's clever and funny. Mm-hmm. A lot of other stuff uh, yeah. makes you a bad person. I though. think they're all good broadcasters. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all doing a job. I mean, they all speak directly to the mm-hmm. base and then infuriate the other side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, I appreciate somebody who is a good communicator. You know, mm-hmm. say what you will about a guy like Rush Limbaugh. He knows how to do good radio. Right. right? That's how I feel about Greg Gutfield, whose name I can never pronounce correctly. He looks like he's having a great time. It's, it's more like tuning into, you know, a Jimmy Kimmel show. 
because he's out there hosting a talk show and he looks like he's having fun, which you don't get in a lot of other newscasts. And that's why I like him. Big setup. Wow. Yeah. He did a what's, story what's the other day that is right, I think, in your wheelhouse, Kevin. I'm going to be very surprised if you don't have some experience with this. But let me uh, let me play the opening segment. Willie served time in the tank for the world's oldest prank. Police and firefighters in Shippensburg, Pennsylvania, responded to a report on Christmas Eve that, quote, a bag of dog poop was lit on fire on a porch. Okay, so <laughs> I love the intensity and an excitement with which he <gasps> reads this story, too. Because This it's is a, the it, most important story in history. <laughs> yes. Breaking news on Fox. <laughs> There's no chance. In a, I'm putting a year's salary down right now that Kevin has lit multiple times paper bags full of dog poop on fire on somebody's porch. Jensen, your thoughts? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Allie? Here's the thing. You don't like poop talk a lot. Like, Omar and I discuss poop a ton. (laughs) Too much. Too much, some would say. I feel like you were part of a burning of poop, whether you were the poopy, (laughs) but I don't think you were the one that lit it on fire because that would gross you you out, but you've Definitely, but I love, love, love fire. Are you forgetting that? And you love pranks too. I do love pranks. Nonsense. And I find this hilarious. All right, one hundred percent. And I've never done it. Kevin, actually, come on, really? I've never done it. You have what? you have TP'd a thousand times. I've done everything that would make you think that you would bet a, a year's salary. And I'll uh, Venmo, Venmo me that, please. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, what are you going to do with it? But I haven't ever done it. I'm sort of disappointed in myself. Me too. You've yes. done the TPing. Have you done the throwing eggs? Oh, sure. Oh, sure. I said. did all of it. Huh. Then how have you not done flaming dog poo? I was an asshole when I was in high school. There's just no question. <laughs> right. I don't know how I didn't. I'm di- again, I'm disappointed in myself. Well, maybe on your way home today. Can I do you, it today? You, you, yeah. you might as well, yes. Okay. All right, so the case again, uh, Pennsylvania, flaming dog poop on a neighbor's uh, porch. Let's see what happens. The bag was quickly extinguished. No damage done. No one got hurt. The poop was safe. <laughs> a brief investigation led police to their suspect. <laughs> 18-year-old Dylan Prince. Look at that hair. By the way, he's got a, a man bun, this kid. Oh, dear. This kid with the dog poop. Oh, has a man see, bun. man bun. Don't do the man bun. In his, in his booking photo. <laughs> Who, according to the police report, confessed he was charged with two felony counts, arson and risking catastrophe, <laughs> and, was, and was released on $20,000 bail. Okay, hold on a second here. What's risking catastrophe? I guess that's a charge. All, first of all, is it arson to put a flaming dag- bag of dog poop on somebody's porch? I mean, it could catch the house on fire, sure. Yeah. And I guess that's could, the but, risking catastrophe. Wow. I don't I mean, I think there's a huge difference between setting someone's house on fire and putting almost always on concrete, by the way, right. a little paper bag that's going to burn out in about two minutes. He ran right past this part, but he did report that the poop was okay. It was safe, yeah. <laughs> the poop was safe, yes. <laughs> but I mean, does that sound like an arson charge to you guys? Or does that sound like that, that, that's overcharged? That sounds like they're trying to make an example and trying to find things to charge him with. To me. I mean, I'm trying to think. 
what the appro- in my mind, what's the appropriate charge for something like that? Vandalism? Mischief? 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 Is there, is Mayhem? That, isn't that what Dennis the Menace got arrested for? Shenanigans? <laughs> <laughs> At the v- most, though. Yeah. But At vandalism, you say vandalism, Allie, but it's, it's you're lighting your, you provide the poop and you provide the bag, so it's not mm. like you're taking somebody else's property and destroying it. But you have to, I mean, if you saw Camp I Me Love when Ronald Miller did it to his best friend Kenneth, you have to stomp on it to put it out so then it goes everywhere so then, yeah right? that's the that's the joke you're gonna be yeah. shocked so when i tell you vandalism. that the the legal expert on greg's show on fox brings up the can't buy me love example flaming dog poop on the porch that's the subject of tonight's Yes, this is a new segment in which we devote three hours of live discussion on whether or not excrement set on fire constitutes arson. I mean, these are the important issues of the day. Is this or is this not arson? Okay, I just have to tell you guys that Pennsylvania takes arson so seriously. Mm-hmm. They literally, in their state laws, they have six different categories wow. of different of classes of arson. Is that shocking wow. to you guys? Wow. Why? Why? They are serious about their arson. Wow. And one of them is literally, it's basically like, if you think about lighting something on fire and you think about putting it somewhere where someone may or may not be, that's arson. Like, they, mm-hmm. they just take it so seriously. So it makes sense to me that he was charged. But I will say that it is the oldest prank on the planet. I mean, remember Can't Find Me Love? Imagine yeah. if... Imagine yes. if that had turned out with an arrest. Uh, another panelist pointed Good out that point. Adam Sandler did it in a movie, too. And if, mm-hmm. uh, if no one wants Adam Sandler arrested for arson either. So let the kid go, I think, is what the opinion of the panel was. It is accepted that it was, a, it was just a prank, except for the man bun. You yeah. can charge him with the man you bun. Should. Bun. <laughs> you should. You could. Kevin, if you don't light some dog poop on fire. <laughs> oh, Mike, I'm I, don't even, I don't even know you anymore, I'm going to check my Venmo today. And as soon as I receive your year's salary, I will do it. <laughs> it's a deal. <laughs> The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Right now, let's uh, let's talk about Omar because I wrote down on my uh, little piece of paper a, a phone topic, mm-hmm. which is can you positive think your way through a cold, mm-hmm. which is something that Omar bragged about. <laughs> oh yeah, uh-huh. just before the holidays. Right. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you know what? I never get a cold. You know why? Because I have a positive attitude. Well, I'm and? doing this from behind a surgical mask. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even, yeah. I, I also have a kick-ass immune system as well. I was going to say. You got to bring that up. <laughs> My immune system is kick-ass. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I normally do have a kick-ass right. immune system. So but He says all that. I mm-hmm. write it down for a phone topic. Then, mm-hmm. when we're taking vacation, we're coming back on January 2nd, which was a Wednesday. So Omar's like, you know what? I'm just going to take Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off as well. I have vacation days. Mm-hmm. We're like, all right. Monday, he calls him sick. <laughs> Yesterday, yeah. he calls yeah. him sick. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't seen him since last summer. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> we were questioning whether you actually work here or not. Listening. What's- uh, uh, Jensen, this is one of the things you have forward uh, to look forward to having children. Okay? Oh, he's going to okay. blame it on his Children kids. are little, just disgusting Petri dishes. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, so uh, my uh, youngest, Zozo, started feeling a little sick. It's always Zozo. Always right? <laughs> Zozo. Uh, so uh, she was running a little fever. We take her in on Saturday. And she's like, oh, you know, not a big deal. She's got a little virus. And as a father, uh, you want to comfort the child mm-hmm. because you, you hate seeing them uncomfortable in yeah. any way. And How you, could and you, you be think, putting this on so And so I'm holding her. And I'm, I'm thinking, you know, human. and I've done this before. And I always think, you know, even if I get this, it's it's a kid virus. You right. know what I mean? It's not. It's not I'm strong like bulls. Exactly. Right? I think that's science. <laughs> like, this is this is the kind of dumbass I am, right? So then, uh, uh, Saturday night, 
So I've had it already, okay? I've, right. I've had this thing already. Right. Saturday night, I just started feeling like just crap. Are you mm. kidding me? Sunday, I can't get out of bed. Oh, man. I'm just in bed all day. And now, and now Mia starts developing symptoms, too. Oh, oh no, you're passing it around the family? Yeah, oh. exactly. Where's your positive attitude, though, right? Right? <laughs> Listen, my positive attitude was in the toilet, okay? Oh, like, all right. Time yep. and time and time again. With the everything one, else? The one positive thing is that I think I put in like 10 pounds over the holidays. I'm back Gone. to square one. Right. Excellent so, work. so it was all good. But is that time. how you want to get rid of that 10 pounds? Absolutely. It I'm is. great, guys. You do look really good. <laughs> is that you check? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but yeah, it, it was horrible. And now my wife is homesick. Oh, no. Yeah, so it got all of us. It was terrible. Mm. So Here's what you have um, to look forward to is that your wife is going to have it for about three or four days. Yeah. Then one of the kids is going to get it. Oh, don't say that. And it just continues throughout oh, the year. Oh, my God. Do not You're going to pass that. it around day after day. You know, Omar's uh, going to start coming in just on Wednesdays. <laughs> Wednesday. I, 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 I don't know. Well, you know what? I, I do say I will. I do get sick one time a year, mm-hmm. and I hope this is it. So yeah. two in the 2019 can only go up from now, right? From here? Oh, yeah, you're here, safe. I'm, I'm all good. You're totally safe because you can positive think you're cold away. You know what? Was that a thing you said, and did you mean it? Uh, you know what? For the most part, yes, I do. Mean, I did mean it. This time, it just... Uh, not talking it, about it, this time, it, though. It, I, it got away from me, guys. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. But what in the past have you, like, thought away? Like, uh, Yeah, that's uh, my question. Uh, uh, I still feel... Uh, you know, I, I always tell my wife, um, I'm not sick. I'm feeling under the weather. That's what I call mm-hmm. it. I, uh, you know, I'm feeling a little under the weather. And then, and then and I... you I, use I the, the, Hold on. You use that terminology so that you don't admit you're sick? Absolutely. Mentally? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And All then right. I airborne it up, do the emergency kind of thing, and uh, maybe pop in some uh, little cough drops. But, I, you know, I'm hunky-dory. I work it out, sweat it out, and I'm all good. Most of the time, no big deal. So you can start feeling a cold coming on and then positive think it away for real. Absolutely. I totally, totally think that. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. (laughs) Hey, by the way, if I sound a little little jittery or whatever, last night I got literally zero sleep. So I'm like really wired right now. It's not cocaine, guys. It's also weird that you're standing on the table (laughs) (laughs) screaming. Should you be here? Uh, Even today? Probably not. Uh, I was telling Dave that I don't remember half the drive here. Oh, wow. Oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah, I was just kind of like, you know, on cruise control, kind of like, I don't know if I should come in here, guys. But I got this email from Kevin yesterday. He's like, hey, dude, do you still work here? Yeah, but it was a, you know that's a <laughs> no, joke. it was a joke. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. So you don't remember half the drive in? No. Like, oh, like, 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 like I'm, I'm worried about my... Uh, I'm worried about right. myself, guys. Yeah, well, at least, at least the one thing you made today, Bean forgot to play. Oh. <laughs> I came in for that one poop story. I'm like the poop guy, and he forgets to play. Yeah, and pretty, luckily pretty now his germs are just moving around the studio. Yeah, we're all yeah. going to get it. There's no question. Guys, Except for me, because I have a kick-ass immune system. And also a real positive attitude. <laughs> but I did you, uh, did you guys a favor. Is um, The reason I would have came in yesterday, but the doctor said, um, if you have a fever. So when I sent out the email... Um, um, it's always the fever. Right. Yeah. So you have to wait like 24 hours or something like that. So I waited that that, that okay. moment. So I'm less contagious. I think I spoke contagious. Less though. contagious. No, it's very <laughs> funny because everyone that gets sick here, when they come back, they go, I'm, I'm not contagious anymore. As if you, as if there's a, a, a sign along the way that you know. The doctor said, as long as you don't have a fever 24 hours, you know, then you should be all good, is what I was told. So I didn't want to come so in here and affect you guys. you might not be contagious. Right, you I'm also not a, I'm not might, a doctor. You also might be contagious. You guys better start hoping. <laughs> <laughs> Positive think? Yep. That's what you're saying? Uh-huh. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
need to have a uh, somewhat uh, unpleasant and potentially disturbing conversation about R. Kelly and what's in the news, but we figured the way to make it go down smoothly and palatable is with our good friend, Sweet James Burger, who joins hey. us right now here on the Kevin and Bean Show. <laughs> he is radio's dense beard of justice. It is always a pleasure to see Sweet James. How are you, sir? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. It's good to be here. Jensen went to his first uh, acoustic Christmas last month, yeah. and he came in on the Monday after, and he said, guys... I met Sweet James, and he looked exactly like I wanted him to look. <laughs> I did say if I needed to draw Sweet James without seeing him, I would have drawn you. All right. That's wow. Good. Yeah. That's pretty good because that never happens. Yeah. Ever. I would have nailed it. So I don't know where to begin, James, but you've been following R. Kelly in the news in recent weeks as the news appears to be tightening around him. Yes. yes. Okay. So let's go, let's go back to what he has been doing. Yep. He's been... Keeping girls that are underage, accused. Some, Sorry, some of I'm them just throwing in accused. accused good, yes, yeah. of uh, keeping girls that are underage in sort of a cult-like thing. Yeah, and then having sex allegedly, allegedly keeping them away from their families, monitoring their you know their phone time, their food times, their bathroom times. I mean, just basically running it like he's a like a, he's a sultan, right? Exactly. This, and this uh, is a, a long-term issue that goes back to when he quote unquote mentored Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and supposedly married her and impregnated her when she was 15. Mm-hmm. So this is a lot. I mean, also, he worked on a song called Age is Just a Number for her. Uh, there's a lot of issues, obviously, with age and sexual consent and just human consent with R. Kelly. Now, he was brought up on child pornography charges, right? He was. What happened there? Because... It well, seems like there's overwhelming it's, evidence. It's cra- it's a cra- isn't it crazy? Well, uh, uh, videotape was mailed, sent to the police. Right. And uh, in Chicago, this trial was delayed over six and a half years. Why? So she would look older delay, on the stand. Delay, delay, yeah. delay. How can they delay that long? What, what's the tactic? Well, one How was do you a do surgery it? on something. One was additional discovery was needed. Just, it just Lawyers can do that as long as you want? Wow. It's, a, it's, a, it's a tactic. Delay, deny, defend. Just, you just keep delaying, you keep denying, and you defend. Is it also so that it's not so fresh in people's minds, the jurors' minds or whatever? Maybe they are a little not clear on it. So he was found innocent. After a few hours of deliberation. How? (sighs) Videotaped evidence, James. That they showed in court, right? They did. They said it wasn't conclusive. It was a victory for a shadow of a doubt. You and, know, and, yeah, and some of the some of the shadows that were thrown is one that the video was doctored. The mm-hmm. other is that R. Kelly's team hinted that it could be R. Kelly's brother, mm-hmm. which is also the craziest throw you under the bus yeah. I've ever if heard. You can't verify that evidence because if if they had somebody that came in and said, "I took that video, and that video was R. Kelly and an undercage girl," right? I saw it. That is what this video represents. He would have been convicted. And the huge problem was the girl's aunt was saying, "It's her. That's my niece." She's the one that introduced her to R. Kelly way back when. But R. Kelly's bass player, the girl's father, was like, no, it's not her. Just so he can continue playing with R. Kelly. It it is so disgusting all around. There was also an investigation. I don't know if if this was in the special, because it's six hours and I've only caught up a little of it, that some of the parents of people that he's been accused of, of having sex with underage show up in his publishing records... Do you guys know that? Well, he has paid a That's ton. That's a way of paying them off. off. Yeah. yeah, he has yeah. paid a so, ton So he'll off. give yeah. parents of mm-hmm. just, not like musicians, just yeah. parents, parents <laughs> just of yeah. people random. he's been accused, random people. He's like, oh, you got publishing uh, on this song. And then you're paid for, you know, uh, an R. Kelly song for the rest of your life. What kind of parent would go good? 
I mean, have we, my we, daughter. That's crazy. What's crazy was, was we asked this question every few years. Right, and that's Michael the other Jackson thing. scenario. We've got this sort of stuff comes up. But there seems to be so much more hard evidence on yes. R. Kelly than there ever was on Michael Jackson. Seems yes. to be. Yes. Well, as a result of this uh, Lifetime special, mm-hmm. Atlanta. Georgia District Attorney is going to open up an investigation. He, only uh, because of this? Because, because of, of the this, renewed interest? Because of this. Because people are talking. That is why this is happening. And that's something mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, James, is about the way um, media is now playing into true crime, right? Yeah. So, like, you have Netflix making a murder. You have all these right. things. They're opening up cases, yes. right? Like, even Serial opened up the case. Uh, is that something we should be happy with or concerned that we need to bring something up in media in order for justice to be served? You know, anytime justice gets served, we should be happy for that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good precedent to start. To, to, so we yeah. shouldn't have to do that, but if that's yeah. what it takes. Right. Yeah. Well, if I get I murdered, agree. someone please make a doc about it. That's <laughs> helping. That's helping. Actually, us talking about it is helping these women come forward. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we read that, oh, these girls sign NDAs. That's, they can't talk anymore. Right. Let's talk about NDAs just for a second. Please. Yes, yeah. please. You know, originally, that's for, you're going to work for Coca-Cola. You're going to learn the, the trade secret. You've got to sign a non-disclosure. Right. If you reveal that secret, it's going to hurt Coke. Right. Okay. It's, been tra- it's been transformed into this, okay, now you're alleging some sexual impropriety here. And so we d- well, let's agree to disagree. And as a result, here, we'll pay you some money and you just be quiet and go away. You, you can't do that. That's covering a crime. If it's an underage girl, oh, interesting. that is a crime. Right. You cannot do that. That's why one These, of the people that broke the NDA exactly. was 16 at the time. She's like, I'm exactly. ready to talk. And that's a huge thing. But my question with this whole thing is, um, towards the end of the documentary, you meet uh, this girl, Azriel, who is still in the house. Her parents went to Chicago trying to get her out of there. And it turns out she had had sex with R. Kelly upon their first meeting, which the parents had no idea about when she was underage. But now that she's of age, now that she is 18... They still can't get her out of the house. So is that is because that because she doesn't want to go? Because she's yeah. right. she's, she's brainwashed now. She doesn't want to go. She's an adult yeah. now. So. But knowing that they had sex when she was underage, and my God, the guy takes videos of every single girl he's yeah. with. Once they find that, isn't it curtains for him? It should be. The, like uh, you mentioned earlier, the noose is tightening. And yeah. Again, all this talk, all this media, all this is putting pressure on authorities to do the right thing. Honestly, yeah. I feel like the noose has been tightening, though, for 15 yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, he's it's had, been a long well, time. He's had Bill, some inside help, too. Bill Cosby, 50-odd years yeah. of allegations. Yeah. 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 You right. know, this is not... But, but they, weren't, Kelly, but they weren't coming out in the press and challenging him. Exactly. Like, like exactly. R. Kelly. Exactly. Why well, do you think... This is the voice of a sweet James Bergener here on the Kevin and Bean Show, your personal injury attorney, 800-881-2021. Why do you think it is that people are willing to disassociate his alleged crimes from his art to the point where his records still sell, they get still played on the radio? If he put up, if he put up a concert at the Staples Center to, for February, uh, 10,000 people would go. Yeah. Why do you suppose no one's turning on him? I have no idea. That is just uh, one of the mysteries of the human condition, isn't it? To just be able to say, God, his music, I watch Space Jam. I love that. And then I think his acquittal played a big part in it. So people can remedy in their minds and say, well, he wasn't convicted. Mm -hmm. All right. Gives gives them some cover, yeah. Absolutely. I do know, though, 2019 would have been a terrible year for Michael Jackson. (laughs) 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 Would have been brutal. (laughs) There would have been docs. There would have been, it would have been a rough year. Yeah. I mean, I hope that's true for R. Kelly, though. I mean, it just seems like he keeps skating past all of these allegations. And video was shown in the court. And then 
They weren't sure it was him, and it was that's insanity. What He's is had, the legal re- recourse for a parent that thinks your kid is in yeah. a cult? Is there any, or you just have to take their word for it that they're fine? If they're 18 or older, they can go and join a commune with Elvis impersonators and, and ban all contact from the world. And you can do that as an adult. And as parents, you can do you nothing can about do that. do nothing about that. Wow. Now, in the 60s and 70s, when we had, like, the Manson cult and those sort of things, mm-hmm. there were groups that would actually go in and commando-style go and rescue these kids and go to deprogramming uh, yeah. Is that right? therapy. Right. And in 1995, somebody that was rescued sued his... The people that Rescuers. pulled him out and yeah. won. He yeah. said, "I didn't. You kidnapped me. I wanted. I was there on my own free will and volition, and <laughs> right. you wow. kidnapped me." And you're seeing that with Scientology now, with that, the, yes. yeah, with the specials that yeah. uh, that uh, with Leah the actors Remini. Leah, Leah Remini's been yeah. doing. They've been trying to rescue people, and they're like, "I don't want to be rescued. Please yeah. stop." So if they're it's under, so if they're under eighteen, parents can go get them. Yeah, or, or no, even yeah. if, because it seems like all of the girls. I don't know all of them, but most of the girls are just saying, yeah, we're fine. We're good. We don't want to go. So even if the girl that's 17 says, I'm good, I don't want to go, parents can still pull her yeah, out. Yeah, but yeah. I have a question. If if it's proven that she's been there from before 18 and you can put together a narrative of brainwash and put together a, a, a sort of a crime-breaking narrative, is that possible? It would be worth it. It would be worth it. Now, uh, like the Bill Cosby aspect, uh, he was... Uh, the woman did the civil suit against him, and that brought the criminal right. suit. Followed, right? Bringing his, putting pressure on the authorities to do the right thing is always a good thing. That would it would be worth it. Again, it just seems odd that w- that anyone would have to, but if well, that's what it takes. And it's also the high profile nature of yes. of Me Too and Times Up, and you know, you people like Charlie Rose and and people like Les Moonves, um, um, uh, what's Harvey his face Weinstein, from, yeah. I, and what's his face from the to, Today Show? Oh, uh, Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. I mean, they got away with crimes that were going on that people knew about for decades right. until. God bless the strong women that stood up and said enough is enough. Yeah. And hopefully that's worth, you know, that'll be the drive, you know, the drive that'll make, uh, bring R. Kelly down as well. How so. many women, if you know, are coming out in this particular case in Georgia? Is there anyone? Is there um, anyone that's saying I'm there and I'm happy? Or I'm not happy, I mean? Um, I'm, unsure, I'm unsure of what uh, I think they're what do- the current I think ones. They it's, don't it's, know. It's prior, they don't know. It's prior acts. Yeah. The, the, in, in, Let's see, in Georgia, I think statutory rape, the statute of limitation is there is none. In, mm. in Chicago, Good. Illinois, I feel like it's, there should be none. it's 20 years. So, oh, I mean, he's, really? he's, still, he's still liable for any of those actions okay. that he did that. So, um, As an attorney, as we say goodbye to our friend Sweet James Bergener, is this the kind of case that you wish you could get a piece of? <laughs> <laughs> on, mean, the, would, on the would, right would, side. On the right side. On the right side, side yes. I would love, it, would a case I love like justice. this excite would this excite you a case like this if you were able to be a part of the prosecution for something like this? I think I would. I think I would. This is this is so layered and and so important right now. I think it would be it would be I would I would be I would it. feel like I want to do it and I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go I'm to very, law school just to take this I'm, case. Yeah. I'm very close to a lawyer but not quite yeah, yet. You would very feel similar. you'd feel very good at the end of the day watching him walk away in handcuffs, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, uh by the way the R Kelly uh, lifetime docu series is called Surviving R Kelly if you want to get caught up on it. That's why it's back in the news so much. Sweetjames.com is where you want to go for your legal advice. He is a personal injury attorney and has been for many 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 years in Southern California and his Clients swear by him. The phone number is 800-881-2021. Great to see you again, Sweet James. The beard looks good. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me. You bet. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It is a Wednesday morning. Allie is here. Time for another look at what's happening. 
Amazon CEO and founder Jeff Bezos is getting a divorce. He and his wife are splitting after 25 years of marriage. And uh, by all accounts, seems amicable. They said, if we had known we would separate after 25 years, we would do it all again. Which seems odd. I support Um, that because, you know, we've discussed on this program before that my theory is that every time a marriage ends in divorce does not mean that the marriage was a failure or Mm -hmm. a mistake. No. Yeah, I agree. No, no, no. But it's weird that he got super buff and super rich and then she left him. Uh, 25 years, Bean. 25 years. Is it hard to not be amicable when you know how much money is coming your way? Uh, Well, that brings me to the, uh, the reported worth of Jeff Bezos. $137 $137 billion. <laughs> That's insane. Split it. I don't Split know if you half, heard me. $137 billion. Split it. Which then led me into a deep dive. Okay. They are a Washington-based couple. Yep. So I looked up how State. is... How, yes, how is property divided in divorce in Washington State? So this is, you know, if they didn't... I don't know how prenups work there, whatever. They don't have a prenup, I would assume, at 25 years. I would assume, and yeah. this was before he founded Amazon, yes. all of that. Yeah. Washington is a community property state. This means that all assets and debts accrued during the marriage are considered owned equally Split by it. both spouses. She's an Just owner like of California. Amazon. Yep. Under state law, marital property is to be divided equally between the parties, regardless of misconduct, which yeah. is kind of BS right there. It is I, kind of BS. That's I some agree. BS. Yeah, um, but wow, wow, that's why she, they're both like, we do it all again. And Jeff is like, I don't want to add that. She's like, put it in. <laughs> put that in there. Uh, Amazon, by the way, just passed Apple as the most valuable U.S. company uh, cur- currently in terms of its worth. Wow. Well, it just went down half, so that in mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they also have uh, four children together, and she is a novelist. She has written books such as Traps and The Testing of Luther Albright. I don't and know. And Boy Am I Rich Now is her <laughs> Damn, do I have money. Money for dummies. <laughs> yes. Yeah, now all of her books are just printed on money. <laughs> it's a great read. <laughs> well, I mean... Listen, I don't want anyone to get divorced, especially if there's four kids involved. But mm-hmm. I think I think everyone involved in this situation is going to be okay. Yeah. Agreed. And there's a lot of stress in in a marriage like that where somebody like Jeff Bezos, who's all over the place, you know, he's also running the Washington Post and doing a bunch of other stuff. I'm sure there are a lot of, you know, just strains on the marriage, too. She, Their um, lives have changed a lot in the years they've been together. This is a quote of hers, which I... I feel this completely. She said, he likes to meet people. He's a very social guy. Cocktail parties for me can be nerve-wracking. The brevity of conversations, the number of them, it's not my sweet spot. <laughs> She's going to a lot of cocktail parties with Jeff Bezos. That's mm-hmm. that's just part of the deal. Right. If that's not something that you are ever comfortable in, yeah. my gosh. But again, she's splitting $137 billion. Yeah, worth the convos, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I worth had to make small anxiety. talk. Yeah, worth, worth a little bit of social anxiety. I just... Uh, I'll go to your parties. Just, Call me. Just wondering what he's into. Like, you like ladies around your own age? What are we looking at, Jeff? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a prime member. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why am I pointing? I'm not sure. Me neither. You guys, remember that Barbie movie that 
Amy Schumer was going to do, and then she the dropped out. The unnecessary one. The unnecessary one. She dropped out in March 2017. It belonged to Sony. Well, Margot Robbie is going to be bringing Barbie to life in a brand new movie. It's a live action film from Warner Brothers and Mattel. So do, Sony do, was do like, "We need all of that." No. Sony was like, "We're out," and then I guess Warner Brothers was like, "We're in," and Margot Robbie. So right. there you have it, guys. Do you guys remember that show, Paradise Hotel? I do. I don't. I wish I didn't. <laughs> right? It's Paradise Hotel. It, uh, it was back in 2003. Uh, puts a group of singles, like a Temptation Island-style tropical resort. They proceed to vote each other off each week to yeah. make room for a new guest. And the longer that they stay on the show, the more money that they make in the end. Now, it's, uh, it's I'll, tell you, back. I'll tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. reason a lot of people who watch Paradise Hotel mm-hmm. love it still in a cult way right. is because they changed the rules as the show went on. Oh. And I don't think it was something they were they like... They do that? No, but they did it <laughs> because they needed it to. But it was like they were like almost catering to the audience. Ah. Like some like you wanted this person to win, so they changed the rules around. So that wow. Like it was just, it was kind of an S show. Interesting. Well, Fox is uh, is rebooting it, and they say that they're going to encourage viewers to play along at home using social media outlets to try and influence what happens on the screen, including who stays and who goes. But here's why I bring this up. <laughs> this quote from one of the producers, and this is obviously an earnest quote. To recreate, reimagine, and reopen the doors to Paradise Hotel again for a new generation is incredibly exciting. <laughs> this it was on for two seasons. Yeah, I just it's insane. Yeah. For a new generation, like kids growing up are like, thank God it's we've back. got Paradise Hotel. No. My parents speak so so wonderfully about this show. When it won a Pulitzer. It's so revered. Paradise Hotel needs to be seen by a brand new generation of children. <laughs> it's insane. It's like when they brought Christopher Robin out recently. Very similar. Right? They needed a Very new generation bad. to know Winnie the Pooh. New eyes. Mm-hmm. New eyes. Reopening the doors of Paradise Hotel. Do you think they wrote into the rules this time that they can change the rules anymore? It sounds like they did. <laughs> Probably, yeah. If you're saying that it can be guided by social media, yeah. All it's going to take is one producer tweeting something like, oh, and then this tweet from producer at one... Okay. Hey, guys. Let's talk birthdays. Okay. J.K. Simmons. Oh, J.K. Simmons looks like Bezos. I was going to say that earlier. They look similar. Well, kind of. They're like buff old dudes. And yeah, bald. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Weird. Buff old dudes and bald. (laughs) Right? Right. Dave Matthews. Joey Lauren Adams. A.J. McLean. Nina Dobrev. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. Hey, um, it's come up a couple of times recently where people in the news, like Allie's uh, great news from earlier this week. 11-year-old kid jumps into a pool, saves a life. Guy's hey. drowning. Yeah, bunch amazing. of people standing around, don't know how to swim. This kid doesn't know how to swim either. He says, screw it, I still can't just let this dude drown. He jumps into a pool and saves a life. That must be an amazing feeling when you actually save somebody's life. It wasn't to that 11-year-old kid for some reason. He but was over it as <laughs> it was happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he definitely took it in stride. Uh, and, Allie, you did a story on uh, what's happening a couple of days ago about Chance the Rapper revealing that he had also saved a life, correct? Yeah, and it, it happened, I guess, 
around Easter, and he just wound up tweeting about it and Instagramming about it. And he said, basically, I was driving to Church Dolo, about to go south on Lakeshore, and another car drives into the wall in front of me, going like 90 miles per hour, coming off the exit. I was the only person out there when it first happened, and his car was on fire, so I had to break his window, take off his seatbelt, and let his seat back, and pull a whole grown man out of the car unconscious. And then the kid, some kid was looking at his stories and was like, "Uh, that was my uncle, and that did happen. So just That's randomly driving to church, sees someone in peril, decides to hop out of his car and take matters into his own hands. Chance the medic. Yeah. Uh, that also happened with Ken Jong, friend of the show. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yes. Ken Jong was doing, I, I believe the story is he was doing comedy, stand-up comedy in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, mid-set, realized that someone in the audience was having a seizure. Oh, god! And so he noticed, and there was a little bit of commotion around it, mm-hmm. ran down, stabilized, did the whole thing for her, and then yeah. uh, stayed by them until the, the ambulance came, saved their life. And also made sure the tongue wasn't, you know, all the things you're yeah. supposed to do. Uh, and everybody was, else went and got their money back because what was the show? Oh, no, it was hilarious. Everyone loved it. Yeah, no, no, everyone was like, oh, what a bit. Encore. What a bit. What a bit. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take your calls, 1-800-520-1067, if you uh, save someone's life. <laughs> right? Good Our former producer, Lightning. I don't know if he saved lives. Do, did you get that idea, Bean? Um, well, I want you to refresh my memory on this okay. story, but I feel like he... I feel like he might have potentially saved yeah. somebody's life. It sounds like he kind of jumped in when this couple needed help. There was a there was a, a car in front of him that flipped. Oh, and he pulled over. He saw it and he pulled over and he got out. <laughs> lightning, <laughs> lightning, like only he can do. Said, "I work for a rock station," and they were like, "Okay, okay." <laughs> and then he said, "But there's not going to be any rocking and rolling tonight. I'm right here and I'm going to save your life." There's no way he said that. That's what he told us. <laughs> what? No. That's he what did. he said. There's no rocking and rolling tonight. I was like, what are you doing? I'd be like, sir, I want to die now. <laughs> <laughs> Take my life. And he, oh but my he did stay there with them until medics and everybody came. And but what did he do to actually save their life? That's what I, I don't, don't remember. know because... He didn't I, pull them out of the car and then I mean, it, when ca- it caught fire or anything like that, right? I don't that, right? know that the car, car caught on fire because I think we were so focused on, I'm not going to rock and roll tonight or whatever that was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could have blown up for all we know. I don't know. But uh, so that was a possible saving of a life because there's not going to be rock and rolling tonight. There's no way. What a dork. He said that. Why would he it. do that? I don't, because he's lightning. Yeah. You know. Ha- have you guys, um, I'm trying to think. I don't know that I've ever been in a position where I could be the guy to pull somebody off the train tracks or whatever. But have you ever been in a situation like that where it's been up to you? You're You're in the right place, right time to help somebody from getting killed? I never have. No, I've never even been close. I've like I've held friends' hair while they're puking and stuff. I don't think that's the same. I mean, I don't want to brag about it, but (laughs) I don't think that qualifies. By the way, my wife is. uh, This is another topic. We're going right to your calls at one eight hundred five two zero one zero. No, no. My wife is furious that I will not hold her hair back when she vomits. Okay, different topic. But I know it is. I know it is. Because she thinks that's the ultimate expression of love. That's Amen. how you know you have found your soulmate. Amen. Is when somebody is willing to see you at your absolute worst. When Danielle, when my, when <clears throat> my wife, when, <laughs> when she's been uh, barfing, I like having my back rubbed or something. Yeah. Uh, so I've tried to do it with her. 
And she get out of the room. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That's, I don't want you saying that. That's, that's my reaction. Is I don't want anyone to see this. I don't either. You I don't know either. what I mean? Like it's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is my alone time. I'm not expecting her help when I'm vomiting, and I don't want her to want my help when she's vomiting. But she's got hair. That's the issue here. All right. 1-800-5201. Is that the issue? <laughs> yes, that's the issue. That's why she needs help. Right, Because sure. she's trying not to throw up on her hair. All right. Let's, why don't we start with uh, Jeff in Newport Beach. Saved not one, but two lives, you guys. Wow. wow. That's a great way to get us started. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. Hey. Hey, guys. So you Love saved the show. Thank you very much. You saved two lives. Yeah, um, it was about 10 years ago. I was at a Halloween spirit in Costa Mesa, and um, the lady was kind of acting kind of frantic, and I looked over, and um, her son was kind of looked like he was in distress, and um, sure enough, I I went over, and she said, I think he's choking on something. So I I, I looked at him, and he just clearly wasn't breathing. So I did a, a Heimlich maneuver, just went behind him with one hand and pumped on his chest. I only hit him once. And, uh, I'm not sure you understand the Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> yeah, I no, I punched I, him in the face I, as hard as I could, and I, I got behind him and pulled pulled my hand towards his chest. Okay, that's right. Him straight in the chest. Yeah. Okay, but um, he uh, he coughed up a piece of makeup that he had stuck in his mouth. Oh, well, and, that was um, Darwinism. You got to let him go. Yeah. <laughs> let that guy go. So now we're blaming you for that guy. <laughs> hey, how do you know the Heimlich maneuver? Doesn't um, everyone? Just, everyone just from just from school. We uh, I, did, I did CPR in in school. Um, hmm. You know, back in the in, back in the eighties, they actually taught you stuff. Well, I, I assume know, everyone uh, knew that. I, yeah, I, don't know how to do I do it. not you, know. You but don't I, know I'm, I'm learning as I, obviously I'm having yeah. a kid. And soon, being so. you don't know either. I've never wow. been taught it. I, I'm sorry. Really? I don't know. All right, so Jeff, that's one person. What about the second one? The second one happened um, less than a year later. My uh, my daughter was sitting at uh, at. Uh, Valentine's. We happen to have Valentine's dinner, and uh, she was eating a piece of steak, and just got a, a piece of steak lodged in her throat, and was was making a, a choking. Um, had her hands kind of wrapped around her throat, like she was right uh, oh. having in distress. And so I, I just immediately got up quick, and I ran over uh, and punched her. Almost the same. It was almost the same thing as I got behind her, and I just pulled one time, real real uh, aggressive, right into her chest, and she coughed it right out. You are good at the Heimlich. Well, you really <laughs> You want yeah, Jeff around if you need but a Heimlich. Then, yeah. I hope I you got mad at her for wasting steak. Kids. I think it's a little different with kids. You know, if you if you really pop them once, they're gonna they're gonna get it out. Pop them. <laughs> I'm still yeah. not sure you know what the Heimlich you know what? is. I don't think the people who taught you the Heimlich maneuver taught you the terms. <laughs> but he's right. You have to be more gentle with them because you don't yeah. want to like. <clears throat> Now break All a rib. Right. People break their ribs. Absolutely, that way, yeah. yeah. Jeff is a hero. You yeah, guys. he is. Thank right? you very much. Standing O. Appreciate the call. We're golf. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Let's go to uh, let's go to Huntington Beach. Sarah is on line four. Kevin, she saved a life in the last minute. What? what? That's what she says. Sarah. Yes. yes, I'm here. Hello. Good morning. What happened? What are you doing? What's going on? I was driving my daughter to school, and here comes this guy in his big white truck talking on his phone, not paying attention, and he almost barreled into two little girls with his stupid white truck. Wow. Like, you know, what did you do? What did you do? Meathead style. What did you do? (laughs) I just blared up my horn. I literally, like, instant, like, I I saw the girls, I saw the guy, and I just freaked, freaked out. 
blared on my horn uh, and saved the, a life. The other guy saved two lives, and he did it with one try. So, Sarah, I don't think this works. <laughs> Wait, hey, she you know the what? Horn, that's Listen, how she saved I, a life. I, I had fast reflexes, and I saved a life. All right, and yeah, that's okay. the way I see it. All right, you, right. Go, you yeah. go ahead and believe that. Honey. I'll accept that, Sarah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the call. I'm glad everybody's okay. We appreciate it. All right, do we have time for one more before the break? Uh, sure. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Alan. He's on line eight. He's in Woodland Hills. He has a different kind of saving a life. Hey, Alan. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Hey, so this is like fifteen years ago. I'm in high school. Me and my friends are partying in the woods, right? And there's this little like clearing landing spot that you got to go down a hill to get to, and then there's a cliff, and like we were just gonna like chill like in like the landing area, right? Well. So my buddy who was really fat, like when he went down that hill to get to the landing spot, he was like so fat he couldn't stop running down the hill. Oh no. And so he was like running directly towards the cliff, like running towards me pretty much. Oh no. And like no. I could see the panic in his face. So I, I don't know what exactly I did. I sort of just like grabbed him by the shirt and his arm and just like spun him and myself like around and I kinda went flying went went in one direction and he just stopped running. But it was like, but he didn't right fall the off the cliff. cliff. Wow, he did not fall off the cliff. No, you sound pretty happy for a guy who only saved a fat dude. <laughs> <laughs> what B means by that is you're a hero, Alan. That's what I meant. You're a hero. Great work, outstanding work. Uh, all right, thank you for the call on that. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. By the way, we just got nothing but heroes listening to the show. Look at these phones. Right? Yeah, they're ringing off the hook. You saved a life. We'll take your calls next on K Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it uh, Stephen in Valencia. Good morning, Stephen. Hey, guys. How you doing this morning? Good, thank you. You saved a life. I hope you honked your horn. (laughs) She could have saved their lives, you guys. Okay. All right, what happened there, Stephen? Uh, So a friend of mine, a co-worker of mine, we used to uh, take off from work, go to the scratchers at a local store, and uh, just just kind of mess around and have some fun. Well, across the street, there was an intersection and uh, train tracks on the other side. And a young kid ended up slamming into the back of this really old guy, older SUV. Uh, the guy didn't really know what was what was going on, so he ended up hitting the gas on accident and jumping the curb. He uh, turned his SUV on its side, and it was straddling the train track. Oh, oh God. God! So uh, basically, ran over there. Uh, there was uh, no way to open a door or anything like that. I just had to smash the glass out of the back. I crawled in and pulled him out through the back. Unbelievable. Wow, that's like a movie. Yeah, yeah, that's legit, dude. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. Thank you, that? Stephen. We appreciate you listening. It came out in the news a couple days ago that Chance the Rapper saved a life. We want to find out if he's better than you or if you have also <laughs> saved a life at 1-800-520-1067. You know, I was thinking during that song about uh, Steve's story. Do you think that you would have the wherewithal to jump out of your car, run essentially onto the railroad tracks, smash out a window, and pull a guy out before the train got there? You guys I mean, think you could do that? I would hope so. I mean, I, I don't so know. Too. There's I, no way to know. I like to think I would, but then I see a reality of me holding up my cell phone yelling, World Star. let's go to line uh, four please this is going to be courtney i'm so glad courtney that you were listening and that you called and you hung on because this sounds like an amazing story you saved a life what are the deets i did me and my two sisters actually we were hanging out in my house one night and we heard seven pops 
and my sister was like, was that a gun? Was this gunshots? I'm not really sure. So we peeked out my door, and we saw a man holding his side. It was dark, so he was kind of bent over, holding his side, going up to doors and knocking, and nobody was opening. So we ran out there, and he said, I'm shot, I'm shot. So we grabbed him. It was clear he wasn't going to make it all the way back to my house. So we literally busted into my neighbor's door, put him on the floor, told my neighbor, grab some towels now, call 911. He was shot in the groin area. He had been shot five times. Um, So we held towels on all his wounds. And I just told my other sister, just keep talking to him, keep talking to him. We asked him, who did this, who did this? He said, my wife. Oh, man. um, he was. He did he, it. I mean, did how did he? Can you can you do it? Tell me how no. he did. He say it normally. Did he just go, my wife, or did he do it like Borat? Oh, he was like he was in and kind of in and out of oh. consciousness, and okay. he he just said, my wife, my wife. He kept saying that. We came to find out that his his ex wife had called him and asked him to meet her at the school across the street from our house, and when he got there. She had a man waiting there that oh. shot him. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Check you out. You took him into the neighbor's house. I like that. And then, yeah, because you don't get blood on your car right away. <laughs> Keep your house clean. <laughs> but if she hadn't gotten that info out of him and he died, uh, no one would have known yeah. who shot right. Wow, yeah. Courtney. That's true. Hey, Courtney. So, yeah. You didn't and, uh, mention this in the story, but did you ever call 911? They did. We told we were taking care of him, so we told the neighbor call nine one one now, and they good. did. They got there. I just and, wondered if um, he was still on the floor. <laughs> you mean now? Right. He's still on the yes. floor now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did he survive? As far as you know. I'm sorry. Did he survive? Did he, did he make it? Oh yes, we went to the hospital to visit him, and he said that all he remembers from that night was three angels that came to his rescue. That is amazing. That's amazing. That's a great story. Thank you very much for listening and thank you for calling. That would be the best meet cute. That would be. (laughs) They ended up marrying after he divorces that awful wife. Uh, Let's go to line line eight. We'll talk to uh, Abby while I read this text. This is from a good Kevin, you guys. There aren't very many of those, but this is Kevin in Riverside. I used to work security at a big department store in Riverside and long story short, I pulled a little girl's hand out of an escalator. It would have pulled her all the way in if I hadn't shut it off. She only lost a couple of fingers. Oh, my God. Wow. That could have been bad. You do see people who get killed being rolled up in a mess. Remember that caller who was like, I honked once? (laughs) (laughs) Sarah, you did good work. Uh, She very well could have saved lives. All right. All right. Let's go to uh, Abby in Santa Clarita. Hi. Hi. Um, So I was in Zuma Beach, and... um, there was a little girl in the water, and she got knocked down by a wave and got sucked under by a riptide. And I was out in the water, and there was a huge wave coming that would have knocked me down. So we were all running, and uh, I noticed that she wasn't there. And I ran back, and I couldn't see her, so I just reached down in the water and grabbed, and I grabbed her and pulled her out because wow, her wow. parents weren't paying attention. Wow. That's amazing. And you're not a lifeguard. You were just on the beach as well. No, I was just swimming in the water, too. Wow. Abby's, Abby sounds chill. She Abby does, yeah. She and does, she still yeah. saved a life. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. What was, the, what was the reaction from the parents? Were they, I mean, obviously they were grateful to you, but were they just horrified that they had let that happen without them even noticing? No. No, they didn't talk to me. They just told the girl to go say thank you. They didn't talk to you. <laughs> 
Yeah. God. Dicks. <laughs> All right, Abby. Great work. Thank you for the call. Let's go to another water-related life-saving. This can be Carrie. He's line seven. He's in Murrieta. Up next on the Kevin Mitchell. Where's uh, forgive me? Where's Murrieta, you guys? Yep. It's over by um by the thing where the ten and the two ten meet. Right. <laughs> it's San Dimas. Yeah, it's in Raging Waters. <laughs> if only we had <laughs> Carrie, who's on the line. <laughs> Carrie, where's where's Murrieta? I'm sorry, I'm not placing you. You don't know where Marietta is. It's, it's, uh, you may be more familiar with Temecula. Okay. Oh, okay. Temecula. Okay. 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 All right, so you're Temecula adjacent. All right, how'd you save a life? Yeah. Well, uh, what happened, um, my wife had a friend um, years ago who was way too young to have children, but she had a four, four-year-old daughter, and we were at a party, and uh, there was a swimming pool, and her daughter, uh, she was like three or four years old, didn't know how to swim. And so she had those little um, uh, inflatable things on her arms. Sure. Yeah, water wings. Floaties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Floaties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. And so she was swimming all day, and then they had lunch, and she took them off. And then she decided to, the little girl decided to jump back in the pool. Mm. And she sank right down to the no. bottom. Oh, no. Paperweight. And, and, yeah, and this, and this, this young uh, mother in her, you know, high heels and stuff, she starts yelling, help, help, help. I'm like, just get your daughter out of the pool. Right, you go. And so... Oh, I'm glad you're debating. I'm glad that's the time to have a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe start a a citing blame after the kid is breathing. I mean, Carrie so far has said she was way too young to have a kid, and now she's in high heels. I mean, what a bitch, right? She's got a lot of nerve. Yeah, you're a terrible mother. Gonna save him real quick. All right. Is the end of this story, Carrie, that you jumped in and saved the kid? Yeah, she, she was like a Susie and the Banshee kind of girl. What? Back okay, then. we don't care about that part. We're just, okay, you saved the kid. You know what? You're, you may have saved a life, but you're killing someone today. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Look. <laughs> Look, why you gotta, why you gotta be haters? Why are you drinking the haterade? I mean, Look. I'm out here bearing my soul. You're trying your best to say something interesting, I think. Well, yeah. What do you think, Allie? I'm sharing my my life with you people, and this is the thanks I get? All right, listen. When we came on the air today, (sighs) Bean started talking about something. And um, well, we're going to play the clip in a minute. Mm -hmm. It's about two and a half minutes. Yeah. And Allie and I didn't have any idea what to do. (laughs) We almost left for the day. We were just... What what should we do next? We have no idea. Now, Jetson wasn't here yet. He was running a little late. So he was not here to jump in and have my back, as I think he will Mm -hmm. once he hears the conversation. Okay. So we'll play it back the way it aired this morning, and then we can discuss afterwards. But you, the Kevin Bean listener, listen to how little help I'm getting. (laughs) Listen to how all alone I am. But understand, this is the very first thing of the day at 5.30. Yeah, but I but I'm I'm drowning here. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. you and Allie are sitting in a boat smoking a cigar. Now you would have pulled us under. <laughs> yep, we've got cigars. <laughs> We're in smoking that boat. cigars. <laughs> you would have pulled yeah. us under if we tried to rescue you though. You dude. couldn't have thrown me a no, lifeboat. You would have uh, pulled us under. No way. Life raft or whatever you throw. Whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> life ring. All right, here's how the show <laughs> Here's how the show started this morning. I'm, I'm sorry that Jensen isn't here because he's my tidying up buddy. He's bonded with me over that uh, Netflix uh, show. And uh, I did something that he would have approved of that will sound crazy to you, but I went uh, I went outside to the recycle 
uh, on the curb this morning, and I thanked my Christmas tree for its service. <laughs> I went outside and I said, thank you to the Christmas tree for the joy that it has brought me through the season as I was preparing to let it go. Be- be- because that, because on the show they say, so... I thank my Christmas tree because it's going to recycle today. (laughs) Could you tell if your Christmas tree was really touched by that? Like, was it crying a bit? Did it have a tear? I like to think so. I like to think it enjoyed its visit with us. Yes. That's so stupid. It's not, though, because it's... Oh, are you stupid? It's part of mindfulness. It's part of not just taking things for granted. It's part of that Christmas tree sparked joy, you guys. That Christmas tree sparked joy, and it deserves to know that. You okay, stupid, so- ignorant son of a bitch, dumb <laughs> bastard! <laughs> Jensen would have my back. if he What would you do to make sure that we always remember you? Uh, be memorable. <laughs> I gotta say, I hope someone was just switching their car stereo at that moment, never heard Kevin and Bean, and were like, my God, this guy's all alone in there wow, talking about his Christmas. That must suck. <laughs> no one wants to play. I mean, okay. come on. <laughs> That's what we're starting today with? I mean, I yeah. Just, I, felt, I felt really good about it, by the way. The I fact really... that you did it, A, is absurd. The fact that then you remembered and you wanted to make sure and mention it on the show? Yeah. I thought I mean, because come I felt, on. Because I felt good about it. I thought it was a nice life lesson that I learned from tidying up. Marie Kondo taught me something that I think will make my life better. And that is just, as I said earlier, not to take things for granted. Not, not to just throw away yeah, something. Yeah, we heard the thought. whole thing. Yeah. We heard so, the whole thing. Why can't I just be happy? You can, but don't make us so unhappy. <laughs> Can we do that at the same time? So that was oh that was the start this morning. That's how it started. He thanked his Christmas tree so it would know it brought him joy. You guys don't want to hear my response. Because we know that you're the most bean-like. I want to tell you that I think it's ridiculous. That is my because instinct. Because it is ridiculous. No, my instinct is like, okay, I want to I want to like not seem odd to the mm-hmm. listener or to my coworkers. It's too late for that. But I even went home yesterday and Danielle, my wife, excitingly opened up uh, one of our drawers mm-hmm. and pointed out that she had done the rectangle folds right. and put them up just like Marie Kondo teaches right. us. And then I asked her, did you get rid of any clothes? And she said, yes. And I said, did you thank it? And she said, yes. And I said, good. Right. But that was a conversation between you and your wife. Oh, you mean not to bring it up on air? That I just did. Or no, no, no. I'm saying that you asked her and that conversation is what you were just telling us about. There yes. was nobody else in Bean's story. It was him but and I, a tree. But she tree. was alone in that situation with the shirts and I thought that was an okay thing to do. So I, I, don't, I would have to see if it sparked joy to me. If I loved my Christmas tree, based on me watching Tidying Up, I may have thanked it. Oh boy! It's may have is as strong as you can go with them. Yeah, right. I, I get it though. But I get- also get. Here's the thing. I also get of all people to thank a Christmas tree for bringing him joy. It is Bean, and that's what I understand. Yeah, I do love Christmas, you and do. I loved that tree, and it was yeah. a perfect tree. Yeah, you totally and it served me that well. Tree. <laughs> what? <laughs> it served me well. I I get it. I mean, I'm I'm, but- I'm very Bean like. 
But uh, I could have used your help this morning. Jackson. The show does start okay, at five thirty. Okay, but let me ask you a question. <laughs> let me ask you a question. Isn't it? Isn't it sort of the same to say, "I really liked that Christmas tree" mm-hmm. and be grateful for it, without talking to a Christmas tree? Mm-hmm. Did you say it out loud, or did you sort of internalize it? I said it out loud. Oh God! I said it out loud. You're All right, neighbors. that may beat me. Oof. I'm sorry, Jensen. That may have beaten me. Yeah. I don't know if I would have been like, "Thank you, tree." Right. You have meant the world to me. Now, I didn't get on the was ground. Was it a long speech? Uh, especially like the 27th. That was a great day. <laughs> I you really came through for me. I also, and I don't want to be accused of cultural appropriation Uh-oh. here. Were but you I wearing did, a kimono? I wasn't, but I did I did bow. I did put my put my hands together, the prayer. You know, put my hands yes. together, and I did bow at the tree. Yeah. Now you're Again, making stuff up. No, I think he did. I really do think he's making stuff up. Like on the show. Just to to send it off in a good place. I want to make sure we left on good terms. And I felt really good What you say by I want to make sure that we left on good terms is that that tree is a person. I think we're all... The tree doesn't know you're thinking it. I think we're all connected, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't fight that. We can't. Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. It's now true. it's time for our final What's Happening for the Day. What's going on? You know, when you watch a movie and you're so inspired by it that you just sit down and write a song? I'm sorry? Hmm? Um, that hasn't happened to me yet, but I, I, I'm sure it does happen to other people. It's never happened to me, but it happens to a 17 year old, what consequence of sound is calling sad pop prodigy, <laughs> Billie Eilish, who we love. That's the homie. So she watched the movie Roma and then was inspired and she wrote a song called When I Was Older and she had recently told Consequence of Sound that she prefers to write from perspectives that aren't her own. She says that she writes in character a lot so it's not necessarily about anything she's actually going through and she prefers to keep her private life private. So when you hear these songs and you're like, oh man, Billy's going through some stuff. She's like, (laughs) nope. So this song that she has just released called When I Was Older, inspired by the movie Roma. Great. I can almost hear her. I got to tell you, I like that. I'm in. Sad pop prodigy. <laughs> That's funny. Billie Eilish. <laughs> Musicians right should be there. more influenced by movies all the time. I like movie influenced songs. I do too. I'm in. Yeah. I don't mean like we call the Ghostbusters and we're in control. Like you don't have to like <laughs> mention. I demand that actually. You don't have to mention. <laughs> I need the that. Would be best though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, like I, you know, I like that. Okay. Guys, um, we've been lucky enough to interview uh, Billie a couple times. Have we asked her why she, with one exception that I know of, refuses to smile in any photographs? Uh, I don't think we've asked her, no. Okay. Just it's, just her, it's just her brand. It's just, just wonder what that's yeah. about. She's she got de- angst. She de- she definitely does look miserable in every photograph. I think it's by plan. She doesn't want to just smile and be goofy. Yeah. It's not like her... Kids these days. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Get off my lawn, right? Yeah. Right? Remember when I told you guys about the Elvis All-Star Tribute? Yes, with, uh, yes, I do. We now know who a lot of the performers are. It's going to air on February 17th. 
I mean, uh, whoa to this mix of performers. Post Malone, Ed Sheeran, Shawn Mendes, Adam Lambert, Kelsey Ballerini, Blake Shelton, John Fogarty, Keith Urban, Jennifer Lopez, Josh Groban, Darius Rucker, Carrie Underwood. What? Wow. No Bruno Mars, huh? Uh, no. Huh. Shockingly, he is not on this list at all. Weird. <gasps> so they're going to do a whole, like, uh, kind of restaging of the 68 comeback special. Which will be very interesting. Are they still Elvis songs? They're all Elvis songs. Indeed. Yeah. That's the draw, Kevin. Mm, Not for me. No? Back to you. No thanks. Okay. I'll tune in. This sounds good to me. Yeah. It's going to be on NBC, like I said, on February 17th. That would have been Elvis's 84th birthday. 80 what? Fourth. 84th birthday. I don't feel like he would look good at this point in his life if he stayed alive. No. <laughs> no. He looked terrible he looked at 42. Terrible. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Goodness gracious. He was sweating grease. <laughs> oh. Actual fry grease. <laughs> All right. Rest in peace, sir. So, there's going to be a Stan Lee celebration, a tribute taking place January 30th at the TCL Chinese Theater titled Excelsior! A Stan Lee Celebration. Which makes perfect sense. So if you guys want to get tickets right now, there are going to be a number of tickets available to fans for the tribute, which is beginning January 9th at 5 p.m. You could get those tickets. That's today. So at 5 p.m. And proceeds are going to the Hero Initiative, which is the nonprofit that helps comics um, that are a little older in life, those comic creators um, that need some help. So if you get tickets to that, in the theater portion, you're going to be able to see Kevin Smith hosting a conversation with Star Wars' Mark Hamill, Deadpool co-creator Rob Liefeld, Daredevil actor Vincent D'Onofrio, X-Men and Transformers producer Tom DeSanto, and RZA. All right. All right. Also, video tributes, live performances of Stan's favorite music and poetry. So a whole night on January 30th. To honor Stan Lee at the TCL Here comes the man, Stan! Man, Stan Lee! What the f***? (sighs) A lot of people don't know how that's how it ended. SNL, coming back on the 19th, you guys. Rachel Brosnahan is going to be hosting. For those of you saying, who's Rachel Brosnahan? It's Bean's favorite. She is from the magical Mr. Mistopheles. Right? What is it? I think that's Mrs. Maisel. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I first uh, became acquainted with her on uh, House of Cards. She had a great arc mm -hmm. on House of Cards as a prostitute who got murdered. And then she went over to Manhattan, which was one of my favorite shows. Oh, you love that show. I loved Manhattan. She was great on that. Bean tried to get all of us to watch that every day for six months. Didn't even it know was, it existed. It was so good. It was it was all about the building of the atomic bomb, you know, in in the in the desert in the forties. I would have watched it. It was great. But, but uh, too much TV. Too much yes, TV. I know. And then she uh, her breakout role is Mrs. Maisel that she's won Golden Globes and Emmys for. So I think she's an excellent choice. I think uh, a lot of people are about to fall in love with Rachel Brosnahan. Are you going to be mad though, since you're like a total Rachel Brosnahan hipster? Hipster? No, not at all. Look, I liked it before anyone else did when she was just a hooker. These other killed. people are just <laughs> jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, we, I liked her. I, I liked her, her arc. I liked her when she was Miss Mizell. 
I've uh, I've never this been that guy, and it's always driven me crazy that people do with bands all the time. Mm-hmm. Is I I used to go see I used to go see them at the Roxy, and now they're playing Staples Center. That sucks. If you like the band, be happy for their success. Be happy that lots of other people have found them and discovered them, and they're making money. And Agreed. that's kind of the point of most people that want their art out there. They're not yes. like, oh, I wish I was still super small playing in a sweaty club. <laughs> yeah, I, I I want her to be a, an enormous. Uh, and happy movie star or TV star, whatever she chooses to be, because she's very talented. Agreed. And Greta Van Fleet, musical guest. That's and right. Greta Van Fleet, musical guest. You're just repeating what Bean says now. <laughs> I'm just repeating you, Bean. <laughs> <laughs> this um, this is the weirdest thing I've read in a while because I had no idea this was even an option of two people dating. But Cory Booker and Rosario Dawson's relationship seems to be heating up. The New Jersey senator and movie star have been spotted out and about different times. This is according to Page Six and Spies. Overheard her telling him she loved him at the Broadway show Dear Evan Hansen over the weekend. Cory Booker and Rosario Dawson? Look, look, look. Where else is she going to go? After Eric Andre, that's a thing. But Senator Cory Booker, what a one-two punch that <laughs> one's got. One guy who's wow. shown his penis repeatedly on Instagram, mm-hmm. and uh, then another guy then, who may one day be president. That's right. I was oh, going to say, and also Corey, and also Eric Andre. But. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't uh, Rosaria Dawson be the hottest first lady ever, though? I mean, she's a, a stunning lady. Yeah, and I, she's cool. She just and she's, she's super cool. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. been she's political in the past. Chill. She has good views. I had no idea they were even remotely interested I think, in each other. I think this is news to Same. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think they're just now kind of going public with it. All right. But I like it. We'll have to wait for more stories of them canoodling. Oh, God. <laughs> Want to know some birthdays? Sure. Great. AJ McLean, Nina Dobrev, J.K. Simmons, Jimmy Page, Dave Matthews, and Joey Lauren Adams. And that's what's happening. Thanks, Allie. In your drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning on an all-new show, we have Chris Smith in, who has... He's the director, right, of the movie? I believe so, yes. Mm-hmm. Fire, F-Y-R-E. You remember the Fire Festival? Oh, man. That was a disaster. I'm still fighting with my credit card company for the money back. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk to him. Uh, we also have Get Up On This with Jensen. We've got R.J. Bell looking ahead at the NFL division round. And we're going to talk to Dr. Drew like we do on Thursdays as well. We'll see you tomorrow. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.